This is Orson Welles on the Air, featuring the old-time radio performances of the legendary Orson Welles. Welcome back to Orson Welles on the Air. Thank you for joining me once again, and we'll hear again from The Lives of Harry Lyme, a prequel of sorts to the Third Man movie, a series that aired for 52 episodes. We'll hear the 49th today. It's titled Paris is Not the Same. First aired July 4th, 1952. Presenting Orson Welles as the third man. The Lives of Harry Lyme. The fabulous stories of the immortal character originally created in the motion picture The Third Man. With Zither Music by Anton Karras. Sooner or later, one way or another, crime enters the scene of every human story, whether it's some ordinary little mug telling a lot of other ordinary little mugs how he once rubbed elbows with Jack the Ripper, or Jack himself, not that I approve of Jack. Murder is usually a mistake and always messy. Personally, I never indulge. Come to think of it, the only man I ever killed was myself. It was in Paris a few years ago. It wasn't so much murder as a matter of convenience. Orson Welles is Harry Lyme, the third man in Paris is not the same. It all started on the Geneva Express. A fat little character with very little charm and no hair to speak of was giggling at one of my jokes. Just another mug, if you see what I mean, and not worth the trouble of another joke. Or so I thought, until he showed me that photograph. It was a woman, and I recognized her. <laughs> oh, there it was, Monsieur Lime. When I get back to Paris, you must visit us. Uh, us? Me, my wife, Karen. Here, yeah, my card. Put it away. Don't lose it. Hmm. 749 Rue de Villers. I remember it. Ah, here's what I was looking for. It is a photograph of my wife. Very beautiful, Mr. Duval. My congratulations. Merci. Oh, but this does not do her justice. Her hair is open. Hmm. Blue eyes. And, of course, the coloring of her skin is lost. But the photo can't hide her qualities, as you can see. Hmm. 
Yeah, indeed, I can. Such a face deserves to be painted, not photographed. I've told Karen that many times. Yeah, I'm sure you But she's it. not interested. Here's your photo. Mr. Duval mustn't lose it. Yes. <laughs> when I am out with Karen, I am the envy of every man in Paris. I'm sure. But they do nothing but stare at us when we enter the room. I see them out of the corner uh, of my eyes. Oh, man, how long will you be in Switzerland this trip? Three weeks. It's a long time to be away from her, but there is the business. Yes, yes, yes. We have come to the border. Yeah, it's been very pleasant, Mr. Duval. Mm. But, Monsieur Dime, you're not getting out oh, here. Oh, but I am, old man, but I, I am. But I thought you told me you were going to Geneva. Later, later. I've got some business to attend to here first. I'm sorry. I'd look forward to more of your stories and your delightful company. Uh, business, business is business, you know. Ah, yes. Here, let me help you with the bags. Oh, thank you. It's not necessary. You can hold my coat. Thank you. Well, goodbye, Duval, old man. Goodbye. It was a pleasure meeting you. Oh, the pleasure was all mine. Monsieur Lime, don't forget, when in Paris, come to see us. I insist. Oh, I won't forget. I, I won't be in Paris for quite some time. But believe me, old man, the next time I'm there, your home will be my first port of call. Uh, good evening. Uh, you're the station master, aren't you? Uh, yes, monsieur. Uh, what may I do for you? I just wondered, um, <clears throat> when is the next train to Paris? Oh, it's waiting across the border for this one to pull out. Taxi, monsieur? Yes, please. Where shall I take you, monsieur? 1149 Rue de Villers. See you, madame. I'm not expecting anyone. Who is he? He did not give a name, only that Monsieur Duval had invited him to call. Tell him that Monsieur Duval will not be back until the 30th. And if he would like to come and... What's that? It must be the gentleman. Perhaps I'd better see him. It may be connected with the business. Yes, madame. This way, please. Madame Duval, allow me to introduce myself, Harry Lyme. I met your husband on the train last January. He kindly invited me to call when I was in Paris. That will be all, Andre. Mr. Duval, unfortunately, is out of town. Henry, in heaven's name, where did you come from? Oh, no place in particular. You know me. I just pop up. And disappear again. Well, I'd keep moving, old girl. It wasn't very kind of you not to show up for our meeting at the Savoy in London. I waited all evening. A pleasant place. Excellent bar filled with others waiting for someone to walk in the front door and break the stillness of their lives. But to walk out. Never a word of explanation then or ever. I was afraid you were hurt. Have been bedded in a bomb raid. Oh, Harry, I searched all over London for you. I was frantic. Let's keep that in the past tense. Fact is, I'm here. But why? What are you doing in Paris? It's obvious. Came to see you. How did you know I was here? I was on a train. I met your very dull husband. Oh. He giggles, you know. He really does giggle. Karen, he giggles when he's a little drunk. Oh, I know, Harry, but, but he can't help it. He talks too much about you. Oh. He had the vile taste to show me, a stranger, your photograph, and boast about his beautiful wife. And I saw the picture. I got right off the train, came back to Paris. Actually, I couldn't resist. When you walked out like that, I, I thought you were dead. Oh, I knew you were mixed up with something in London, and maybe had to run. But why didn't you let me know? I'd have waited for you. 
I'd have followed you if I'd only known where to find you. But you didn't. I I had to live, and I... You married Duval. Yes. He was in the Savoy Bar. He, he saw how anxious I was and offered to help. Help me to find you, Harry. You married a small skinhead with the giggles, honey. He's been good to me. In his own way, he loves me. He's proud of me, and he adores me. And it all adds up to the fact that you don't love him. You would know. You've always known more about women than is good for them. Well, I must say, Carol, it's not very flattering to pick a dud like Duval after knowing me. I didn't care much after you were gone. It could have been anyone who offered a little security. Life was dull. The struggle for a little food to eat. The, the black and ruins of London. The weary faces all around. Why should it surprise you that I should marry a dull man and everything around me was dull? As dull as myself. Darling, you were never dull. No, no, Harry. Please, I've, I've tried so hard to forget you. No, no, don't make me remember. Oh, Harry, why did you have to come back? Now I have to start living again. Say the gentleman at the door. Yes, madame. This way, monsieur. I'll see you tomorrow. Yes, but don't come here. I'll come to you. And where are you staying? I'm not certain. I'll telephone as soon as I can. Goodbye for now, darling. Bye, Karen. Yorka, monsieur. Thank you, Andre. Monsieur Duval would be very disturbed to know that Madame greeted Monsieur with more protection than a first call demanded. Mm, I can imagine his chagrin, Andre. Would it surprise you to know I was about to be appointed an instructor in philosophy when the war came? Nothing surprises me, Andre. I tell you this to show you what war can do to people. I was once an idealist. <laughs> now I think nothing of peeping on you and Madame. A security precaution, you understand? Oh, yes, perfectly. One has to look out for oneself. Andre, you don't deserve an instructorship. I learned that by myself when I was ten years old. Harry, something terrible's happened. What's up, old girl? We've been discovered. Henri saw me in your arms. He's certainly to tell my husband. Unless I keep him on and say nothing about his little racket. Racket, racket? What's he up to? I've been suspicious about people coming to his room in the basement at all hours of the night. When he was out yesterday, I looked in and found a lot of perfume. Mm -hmm. The kind my husband manufactures. When I asked him about it, he merely laughed. When I gave him notice, he threatened to tell my husband about us. You can handle this. Tell him I'm an old friend who you haven't seen in years. Jealous as he is, after you saw my picture and took the first train to Paris, I had a letter from my husband telling me about meeting him. I'll teach him how to show his wife's pictures to strangers. Oh, you don't care. What am I going to do? You're no good, I know that, but I... I can't help loving you. And you'll just walk out again when you get ready. Any idea of what kind of racket Andrew's running? No, black market of some kind. Mm. Must be very profitable. His bookcases were filled with first editions, and his cupboard was better wine than we can buy. But I don't care about that. What must I do? Uh, nothing, nothing for the present. Andrew and I are going to have a discussion. About us, Harry? Hmm. Uh, that may enter into it, but the main topic will be business. The uh, racket, as you call it, Monsieur Lime, is very simple. 
The American soldiers have money and are crazy about the Duval's lure of Eros perfume. They pay anything else for it. Hmm. Where do you get it? A friend at the factory steals it for me a little at a time. Yeah, that's a mistake, Andre. How so? You get caught at the next inventory and you'll be out of business. I'm in fear of that too, but what can I do? You need organization. This racket is one that has to be worked fast on a large scale while the Americans are still here and before the factories can get into full-scale production. Clean up fast and then fold. Monsieur speaks as if he had experience. Oh, I have. I have, old man. The first thing is to move headquarters from here. The address is too respectable and too small. We need a warehouse, a truck, a few hijackers and cutters, and, of course, a backer. A backer? Who furnishes the money to get the organization in operation. He'll have to be unknown, a silent partner. It'll be a three-way deal. Me, you, and the unknown, the third man. But it cuts our share. Is it so necessary? Oh, yes, absolutely. He's always there in the background, old man. He's one we can blame if we're caught. The brains the police are always looking for. If the lesser thieves elude them, the higher up who always gets away. Oh, no, Andre. We, we couldn't go into this without our third man. Orson Welles returns in just a moment as the third man. Now Orson Welles, as the third man, continues with Paris is not the same. Now follow this operation carefully, Andrea. Here are four bottles, three empty and one full of lure of Eros. Mm -hmm. I take the hypodermic needle and draw off three-fourths the perfume. So... Now I put a quarter of an ounce in the three other bottles. Then we fill all four with distilled water. Very skillful, Monsieur Lime. Mm. Yes, I was graduated from medical school, almost. Uh, this is known as doctoring a bottle. We fill the tiny hole with molten glass, and no one can notice any difference. But when the bottle is opened, then it is found out? The soldiers send it home to girls who never had a bottle of the stuff, so how will they ever know the difference? They're just as happy. In fact, Andrew, we're... Spreading happiness to three times as many people as could Duval with his, with his more concentrated perfume. Tell me, when is Duval coming back? Uh, next week, Friday. I must accept his invitation to call and be officially introduced to his charming wife. <laughs> Karen, dear, may I present to Monsieur Lyme, the gentleman I wrote you about. I'm glad to meet you, Mr. Lyme. It is my pleasure. I look forward to this introduction. Madame, cocktails are ready in the salon. Come, let us drink to this reunion. Did you have a good trip, Edmund? What? Oh, oh yes, yes, quite successful. 
Oh, forgive me, dear. I've had very disturbing news since my arrival. About the business, Edmund? Yes. Monsieur Lyme, here is an ounce bottle of my best perfume, mm. Lure of Eros. Inspect it carefully. I can see nothing wrong, old man, should I? Under the magnifying glass, you would see that the bottom has a tiny hole that has been plugged with molten glass. The bottle contains three parts water. <laughs> Hundreds of such bottles, no one can say how many, have been bought by the Americans and sent home to their friends and sweethearts. Well, but of course you've notified the police. They'll soon put a stop to this. I understand the Paris police are the best in the world. Yes, they are investigating, but the damage has been done. How did you get this bottle? One of my private investigators disguised as an American soldier picked it up. The man who sold it is being watched in the hope he will lead us to the key man. Edmund, is this a well-organized theft? Oh, the police are sure of it, with a clever brain behind it. Oh, that's what makes them think so. Monsieur Lai, we always have a few thefts. We expect it. But suddenly the thefts at the factory stopped, but two of our trucks loaded with perfume were stolen. The cutting of the perfume is expertly done. It would indicate that a gang, organized like those we see in the American movies, Karen, was operating. Edmund, you spoke to now the damage having been done. What did you mean? Oh, my reputation, the reputation of France as makers of fine perfumes. People in America will think that I am cheapening my product for gain. Our friends who sacrifice themselves to liberate my country. Oh, that's all right, Excuse me. Telephone for Monsieur Duval. Uh, thank you, Andre. I will take it in the study. Uh, pardon, please. Harry, you heard him. I feel ashamed. Oh, no, don't get sentimental, Karen. All right, I won't. From a selfish standpoint, I don't want him ruined. Andre's responsible in some way. Yeah, maybe. Are you mixed up in it, too? After you talked with Andre, he moved everything out of his room. Well, let's say Andre and I reached a, an understanding about what he saw. I've got to tell Edmund about Andre. If Andre talks, Duval will throw you out. I'll have to take that chance. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I ought to tell him everything about us and, and ask him to forgive. That was the police. They've made an important arrest. Important? But who? A man who thinks he is very close to the leader. Has he informed? Not yet. It's a workman in the factory. He wants to see me before he makes a statement. Your car is at the door, Mr. Duval. I'll see you to the door, Edmund. Please excuse me, Mr. Lyme. It's urgent. Please stay and talk to Karen. Uh, goodbye. Anything wrong, Mr. Lyme? Andrew was through. Meet me in my room as soon as you can. My friend has not talked yet, or I would have been under arrest by now. I am taking no chances. I will hide until this blows over. Come on, the money, Monsieur Lyme. We are wasting time. Okay, okay, man. Here it is. I divided it up. Those three parts. Naturally, naturally, man. One for our backer. Oh. Are you sure there is a theft man, Monsieur Lyon? I told you, old man, I never operate without him. If I could only be sure that... What's that? Someone is coming. What do we do if it's the police? Quick, use the fire escape here. Don't forget your money. Goodbye. Good luck, Andre. Goodbye, Monsieur Lyon. Uh, come in. Oh, Monsieur Duval, what is it? You look ill. I get you some wine. No. No, thank you. Monsieur Lyme, I have just talked with my wife. I don't know what that has to do with... Karen has told me everything. Uh, no woman ever tells a man, especially her husband, everything, Monsieur Duval. She has told me enough. I no longer wish to live. I have a gun 
At first I was going to kill you, but that would hurt her more than taking my own life. Well, to kill either of us would be perfectly ridiculous, old man. I don't care to die, and you, Monsieur Duval, must live for France. Monsieur Lyme, I would like to make a bargain with you. What bargain exactly? There is reason to believe you may be connected in some way with these spurious perfume sales. Andre has disappeared, and until he is found, we have no proof. In exchange for 50,000 francs, I wish you to leave Paris. It's my intention to leave Paris. But you must leave in such a way to destroy Karen's regard for you, in disgrace, and in a way that will make it impossible for you to return. Mm-hmm. And how do you expect to accomplish that? You will sign this letter. It states that you abused my hospitality by stealing from me. In short, that you are the man behind the perfume swindle. Mm-hmm. She may not believe you even with a letter. I do not intend to show it to her. It will be in my safe and never be used unless I find you in Paris. Then I shall give it to the police. Will you sign? With pleasure. And 50,000 francs, if you don't mind, Monsieur Duval. Thank you. You're a fool, old man. In your position, I'd have used the gun. No woman can go on loving a dead man. What's the matter? Why are you stopping? The street is blocked. There has been an explosion. You will have to get out, monsieur. The officer is signaling for the cab. I'm sorry, monsieur. We must get this woman to our hospital. Uh, help me with that driver. There's a man back there. Uh, will you see if you can help? It's no use, officer. This man's dead. Oh, His head's completely crushed under that cornice. Must have weighed a ton. Uh, hold the light, please. Uh, I'll look for identification papers. Oh, certainly. I've got the light. Oh, merci. Um... Ah, here's a wallet. Poor devil. Who was he? Uh, Monsieur Harry Lim. Uh, uh, Lime. Harry Lime. Permit me to introduce myself, since we are to be sharing the same. Monsieur Lyme. Monsieur Duval. But I thought you were... Dead, were... dead, yes, of course. That's what I wanted you to think of, But man. the man they found, he was identified as Harry Lyme. Yes, I merely took his identification and left mine. How is your lovely wife, Monsieur Duval? Oh, no, Monsieur Lyme. I have done you an injustice. Please forgive me. I don't know what you're talking about. You have more than kept your bargain to make Karen forget you. I asked only that you stay away from her. You told me no woman could love a dead man. That is why you did this, Monsieur Lyme. You were right. Karen grieved for weeks, but suddenly she changed and is quite devoted to me. We are most happy. I owe it to you. No, not at all, not at all. It's convenient to disappear, especially after I signed that letter. Oh, I know you. You do not want to admit your generous act. I admit I thought you were entirely bad. But on second thought, I knew differently. 
What made you change your mind? Cara, she is so wonderful, so good. I knew that if she had once cared for you, you could not be worthless. That only goes to show, my friend, that you know nothing whatever about women. Uh, and by the way, whatever happened to Andre? Oh, he repented his thefts and returned much of the money to me. Where is he now? He is instructor at the university. Hmm. Philosophy? Yes. He has a course in moral ethics. They say it is the most popular in the university. As the train came to the border, Monsieur Duval looked startled as I stood up to stretch. Our eyes met, and he seemed to be asking me if I was getting off. A look of relief came to him as he saw that I was getting the cigarettes out of my coat on the rack. He settled back and smiled as the train sped on toward Geneva. There was something missing about him. I couldn't quite make it out. Suddenly, as I finished a story, and he roared with laughter, I realized that Monsieur Duval had lost his silly giggle. returns in just a moment. back in Paris a couple of times since then. There was a little matter of a Maharaja. He left town with a couple of rubies missing from his turban. There was a salesman of phony oil wells who's still sitting around the Ritz, wishing he hadn't tried to sell anything to a certain tall gentleman with a black hat who likes zither music. And there were some blondes and at least three redheads. That's why all the hanky-panky and the sidearm snookery with the oil wells and the Maharaja's jewels, those redheads were expensive. Don't let anybody try to tell you that Paris isn't the same. It is. Only more so. And remember, friends, be very careful at all times. Wear your snowshoes in the winter, and if you ever feel like killing yourself, be sure it's a couple of other guys.
do it for this episode of Orson Welles on the Air. I will be back soon with more. In the meantime, you can find past episodes of this show and links to everything else Relic Radio at relicradio.com. We have a forum, Facebook page, shoutcast stream with even more old-time radio, all of which can be found right on the front page of relicradio.com. There's also a donate button if you'd like to help support this and all the shows. Thank you very much to those who have. Thanks for joining me today. Be back soon with more Orson Welles on the air. <laughs>